Colin Stan, Cartman and Kenny, me, me, four boys in a town they call South Park, Park, Park. Crazy crap goes on every day And there's two guys who talk on Shark's Pond Row and Bill Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast Listen with your ears, they discuss Every episode and so much more. Twenty seasons and then so many more. We hope you love this show. It's Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. Were you, were you ever at any point, uh, as a child, were you ever in, like, the Boy Scouts or Cub Scouts? Uh, well, not really. Okay. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not big into nature. All right. But. I was in the Cub Scouts a little bit in okay. third grade. But I just ended up not really enjoying it. it it's, it's like I don't. Here's the thing: I live in the wrong uh, country mm-hmm. know, because, like, everybody here like love, love, loves to go skiing, yeah. go in the nature. Like everything, like we've brought up with here in Norway is like, oh, go to the forest, go skiing, go having fun outside. But uh, I'm. I really like to be inside and just watch watch television and show. Right. I mean, it's not that. It's not that like I'm not an outdoors person. It's just I never really like. I tried, but it never. Like really sleeping happened. outdoors, for example, in a tent. How fucking uncomfortable is that? Like I love my bed. Hey, I slept out on a deck one night. Yeah, but your family doesn't love you, so that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how sad but true. How sad but true. <laughs> anyway. Um, that you have to sleep in the doghouse doesn't count. No, it doesn't. <laughs> anyway, uh, oh. this episode is... Oh, jokes. I know. Actually, there, there's still cool thing, two interesting but cool things about this episode. Okay, I, I wonder what they are because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is the most boring episode ever. Wow. Okay, well, anyway, number one, or actually three things, pardon me. Number one, this is the third and final part of the Meteor Shower trilogy. Yay, because this is the third and worst episode. Ooh. Uh-huh. We'll have differing opinions on that later. Mm-hmm. 
Number two, this is the halfway point of season three. Yeah, and, and to be honest, are you a little disappointed in season three? Um, it's not as good as how I remembered it. Yes, I'm, I'm exactly the same, because, like, I remember all season two, I went, oh, oh, another uh, episode of season two, oh, oh. Like, that, that, if you play that uh, over and over again, that was my, mm-hmm. my feeling of season two. And to be honest, has season three been as great as I, I thought it was going to be? No, not at all. I, 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 I remember that I don't remember this episode, uh, season, as good as I thought I, I did. I thought this was going to be so much better than season two. And it's not so much better. It's better, so get me right. right. But but so so far it's been actually a little disappointed. Disappointing. Disappointing. Although and this is just my thinking, we haven't really hit the real good episodes of, of season, season three. three. No. Yeah. No. We have not hit the good ones yet. I mean nope. there are some that are good, like Actually, you know what? I'll bring it up real quick on our Facebook group um, as soon as I can find it, which we are at here. Okay, for season one, we gave two episodes a 10 in season one. In season two, we gave three episodes a 10. But that season was longer. It was. And yep. so far, we have given two episodes in season three, A10. Mm-hmm. So, it's not, you know, it's not necessarily saying that, you know, we haven't hit any more tens. There's possible that we can, but it's... If, if, you, if you give this a ten, I will personally fly over there with my hands. And, <laughs> and the third, the third and... Interesting fact about this episode is this is the 40th episode of South Park. Happy birthday, yeah. South Park. You're, you're yeah. no longer young. You try to think you're young. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, the episode today that we are going to be reviewing is Jubilee. Spelled J-E-W-B-I-L-E-E. And I mean... I- if I was a conspiracist, mm-hmm. I would watch this episode. Because this episode has so many wrong things about the Jews <laughs> that, I mean, hello. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's get into it. Uh, the episode originally aired on July 28th, 1999, and as previously mentioned, is the third and final part of the Meteor Shower Trilogy. So we begin the episode at the Broflovsky house as Sheila and Gerald are trying to get Ike prepared for Jew Scouts. And they're more in particular trying to get them ready for, or him ready for Jubilee. But Ike, being a little kid, doesn't want to be in uniform, which is understandable. Meanwhile, Kyle is getting ready and he's excited. You know, he's excited for this event. 
when we get a knock at the door. And it's Kenny. It's a knock at the door. <laughs> That's how Kenny would sing it. So, Kenny asks Kyle if he wants to hang out and watch the meteor shower. And Kenny, or Kyle's like, I can't, dude. I gotta go to this thing called Jubilee. And Kenny's a little confused. And Kenny asks Kyle if he can come. And the parents explain to Kenny that, well, you can't come because you're not Jewish. Only Jew Jewish people can go to this. And Kyle has this idea of, well, he can pretend to be Jewish. And they're like, there's no way this is going to work. It, and it's like, no, it, it'll work. Just trust me. Kenny is good at, you know, faking stuff. So... And do we really know what kind of religion um, he's brought up to? Because all we know of Kenny so far is that he's poor. <laughs> well, you know, I would say from a lot of the characters that we've picked to, to talk he's, about... Yeah, he's Roman Catholic. Yeah, I would think Roman Catholic. Yeah. So, oh. as they're driving to Jew Scouts, Sheila gives the history of the Jews to Kenny. Yeah. Which is really good. So she's explaining and he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like he's really, he's actually into this. And it's so funny. So then Ike is taking his hat off. And, you know, Kyle's like, Ike's taking his hat off. And Gerald explains to him that, well, Ike, this is a big thing. Your brother's in the Jew Scouts. Your dad was in the Jew Scouts. My dad was in the Jew Scouts. So you have, you know, so it's sort of like, it's a tradition. You gotta be in the Jew Scouts. So, uh, Sheila and Gerald drop off Ike, Kenny, and Kyle at Jew Camp. And they, you know, they, they're there for Jubilee. They're running a little late. So, Ike goes with the Squirts group which we will get to in a little bit. Meanwhile, Kyle and Kenny go to the main uh, auditorium for the presentation of Jubilee. Then we go into the room of the elders for this is the big night. Jubilee is the big night. And, you know, they introduce, some of them introduce themselves, and we get Garth. Garth is the head of this church, or the synagogue of the anti-Semites. <laughs> okay, how did he get in, first of all? Mm -hmm. And they're like... A really good question. Yeah, it's like anti-Semites. Yeah, I mean, we, we believe in Moses. So, you know, the the head of the camp, the head of the group is saying, this is an... This is the night that we honor Moses, you know. And Garth is like, well, wait a minute. What about Haman? Shouldn't this be the night that we honor Haman? And I'll get into Haman a little later because I did find, uh, I did a little bit of research. So we go to the squirts 
And the person who is leading the squirts is named Shlomo. Okay, I don't know if that's just to be funny or if that's an actual Jewish name. I doubt it's an actual Jewish name. No, it's probably something they found out. Yeah, they just picked the name. It's like, oh, we'll call him Shlomo. So he is doing this so he can earn his chutzpah badge. <laughs> I love that. That is so good. Oh. So, so for their activity, they are going to make macaroni pictures. And they will present them to Moses. So, we'll get back to them in a little bit. So, Garth still is trying to convince the others, you know, that this is the night that Haman will come back. And he basically gets kicked out. But he's like, ha ha, it will be our night, Haman. This is our night, our destiny. So, meanwhile, we go into the auditorium where the Jew scouts are. And they, inter you know, like, who, who's their first time here at Jew scouts? And there are kids who raise their hand. Okay, that kid, that kid, that kid, Asian kid, that kid. Wait a minute, Asian kid? So, they're all confused and they're like, Uh, what are you doing here? I want to be Jewish! And they're like, Say, uh, listen, we don't have candles for that thing. Can you go out and buy some candles? Oh, okay. So he goes out and they lock the door and we never see him again. So Kenny passes the first part. Because, you know, they're like, oh, God, okay. So, you know, we're, he's Jewish. They think he's Jewish. So they do this initiation where they take this oath of the Jew scouts. And then their final part is they take a bell, they put it over the kid's head, and they ring the bell and, it, and over their head. So they do it to the first kid. Bong! Then they do it to the second kid. Bong! And then the, the kid starts to cry. And then they go to Kenny. Well, bong! But Kenny ducks his head, and he laughs. And then the guy comes back and he goes, bong, 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 bong. And it's just this rippling effect. So after that, they tell the, or we find out that the Jew scouts are to take a soap, a bar of soap and a dull knife. And they are to carve out anything for, as a gift, for Moses, which we'll get to a little later. So we go back to the squirts, and we take a look at some of the things that they've done with their macaroni pictures. We see, mm -hmm. we see an apple, we see a boat, we see the Star of David. Oh, there's a macaroni picture of the Last Supper. Huh? And the squirt master gets upset because Ike has made a macaroni picture of the Last Supper. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, we hear some rustling outside. And it's a bear. So this bear is in the camp, and 
it runs away. So the head of the squirts decides, okay, kids, how about this? We'll go and we'll get the bear. So they so the scoutmaster takes the squirts with him to get the bear. And he figures, well, if I get the bear, I'm going to get my chutzpah badge. Well, wackiness ensues in a little bit. Meanwhile, we go outside to see the boys, um, and they've already done their their bar of soap artwork. And they gather around a bonfire, and they wait, you know, for Moses to come. And, you know, they do a little chant, and it's like, and, and here's Moses. Moses! Moses! Sorry, sorry, I had to do my Ten Commandments bit there. This family is huge into the Ten Commandments movie. Yeah, Alright, you know what? I'm just going to give this story real quick. I know I'm going off topic, but I just got... Okay. So, my brother is a huge fan of the Ten Commandments. It's one of his favorite movies ever. And it is a good movie. It's a good movie. Where I'm recording this show, or where I record the show every week, used to be my bedroom. Yes, folks, I used to live in the basement as a teenager. And my brother also slept in the basement, but he had a room in the basement. So one night... This was about 4 or 5 in the morning, and it's a weekend. I hear my brother, he goes into his room, he turns on the TV, and he's got a videotape of the Ten Commandments. Pops the tape in, clear as day, Fro. I could hear the opening where the director, I didn't know it was Cecil B. DeMille at the time. I just knew it was some guy giving an intro. He's like, this movie is three hours and ten minutes. This is the story of Moses from a young boy to a man. There will be a 15-minute intermission during the movie. And, and then you hear the beginning. And I'm over here in my bed and I'm like, Oh, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> but no, The Ten Commandments is a annually watched movie in the Ann Covey household. Doesn't matter if it's here or at my brother's house. Just wanted to get that story. And so, so we do see Moses, but not as what you would expect. He is a floating dreidel. The glowing floating dreidel. <laughs> Which is not what I would expect. So, you know, he's there and... You know, he's there and they start presenting him with the, the bars of soap. And Moses notices that the squirts aren't there. He's like, where are the macaroni pictures? 
So we see the squirts and the squirt master, and they're trying to set up to get the bear. Well, one of the kids gets kidnapped by the bear. And, you know, this infuriates the scoutmaster. And, you know, he's trying to, you know, he's like, I'm not giving up until I get that Hushpa badge. I'm going to get that bear. <laughs> so, meanwhile, the kids present, you know, their bar of soap sculptures. Then we get to Kenny. And Kenny drop, you know, he presents his sculpture. And then... Moses is like, stop. He is not Jewish. And it's like, uh-oh. Kenny got caught. So, you know, like, they're trying, like, Kenny's like, come on, Kyle, you know, Kyle, gotta help me. And Kyle's like, I do not know this person. And Kenny basically gets kicked out of the Jewish camp. Meanwhile, Garth has his book, and he is preparing to read the words that would bring out Haman. And while that's hap well, while that's happening, they discuss about what happened with Kenny, and they're like, "He will not be getting any carrot cake tonight." Wow, you get carrot cake at Jewish camp? Kick ass. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so we're back to the squirts, and they try to set up another trap. Meanwhile, the bear, from behind, snatches up another of the squirts. So this guy has already lost two or three squirts. This is not good. I mean, this is almost going to be on their permanent record of Jewish camp. Um, so, Garth then comes out, and he gets Moses, and he puts Moses in this, like, sort of like a beach shell, you know, one, like a, one of those giant shells, he traps him in there, and he puts all of the Jew Scouts and the, you know, the, the leaders of the Jew Scouts into this building and lock them up. Meanwhile, the Squirts and the Head Scout, they are looking around and they get ready to do another trap when they see this thing with Jew or with Squirts clothing on. So they all get together they get closer, they look at it, and the squirt master realizes it, and he's like, It's a trap! So he gets out of the way, but all the remaining squirts get caught in a, in a, in a trap, in a bag. And the bear just comes and he grabs the bag. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, how the hell did that bear get that net trap set up? Must be smarter than the average bear. Mm -hmm. So, after that, the squirt master has given up. He doesn't care about the chutzpah badge. 
He's going back to the campsite. Meanwhile, we see Kenny. He's walking the roads. He's trying to get help. Well, the police and the ATF go speeding by. Huh, I wonder what they're going to. So Kenny, he then gets kidnapped by the bear and is taken to the bear's cave. And look, it's the squirts. They're all okay. And we find and we find out why they were all kidnapped. Because apparently it was the bear's cub's birthday. And they wanted to have guests for the cub's birthday party. And what's the bears? What's the bears on the line? <laughs> it's me, Austin! Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> So after that, so after we find out why the squirts were kidnapped, Kenny tells everybody about what is happening. And the bear, the cub, the squirts, and Kenny all go back to the campsite. Meanwhile, the boys are starting to wonder what's going to happen. You know, is Haman really going to come? And... Some of the men, like leaders are like, well, I don't mind worshipping Haman if he comes. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it'll be that bad. So, Garth, you know, he's finishing up when here comes Shlomo, the squirt master. And, you know, the, the guys are like, help, get us out of here. And Garth sees this and he shoots Shlomo in the shoulder. Shlomo in the shoulder. Shlomo in the shoulder. And he only gets hurt. He doesn't get killed. He's just hurt. Meanwhile, Haman is just about out, and we see Haman. And Haman is just this dark cloud in the sky. So, um, let me give you a little brief detail about Haman. Please do. Haman, oh, and this is from Wikipedia, also known as Haman the Agagite, I might have said that wrong, or Haman the Evil, is the main antagonist in the book of Esther, who, according to the Hebrew Bible, was a vizier in the Persian Empire under King Ahasuerus, traditionally identified as Zerus I. As his name indicates, Haman was a descendant of Agag, the king of the Amalekites, a people who were whipped out in certain areas by King Saul and David. In the story, Haman and his wife Zeresh instigate a plot to kill all of the Jews of ancient Persia. Haman attempts to convince Ahasuerus to order the killing of Mordecai, and all the Jews of the lands he ruled. The plot is foiled by King Esther, or Queen Esther, the king's recent wife, who is herself a Jew. Haman is hanged from the gallows that had originally been built to hang Mordecai. The dead bodies of his ten sons, would you like me to pronounce them? Yes, please. Oh, good grief. Ten sons, Pershendatha, Dauphin, mm -hmm. 
Aspatha, Poratha, Adalia, Aradatha, Pamashtha, Arizai, Aridai, and Vizoth are also hanged after they die in battle trying to kill the Jews. That is in Esther 9, 5-14. Haman is upset that Mordecai refuses to bow down to him, as told in chapter 3, and that is where we get that. Mm-hmm. Haman appeared in The Greatest Adventure, Stories from the Bible episode, Queen <laughs> Esther. <laughs> okay, good the, the 1994 animated television film Scooby-Doo in Arabia Nights depicts Haman as an evil vizier to the Sultan in its story segment, Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Mr. Lund portrayed this biblical figure in the 2000 Veggie Tales episode, Esther the Girl Who Became Queen. Wow, now I really don't ever want to see that Scooby-Doo Arabian Nights movie again. So anyway, the Squirts and Kenny and the Bear, they all make it to the camp. And the Jew Scouts tell the Squirts to get the key. And they do this little gymnastics thing to jump up. And they get the key and they save everybody in the building. Meanwhile, they tell Kenny that Moses is in the shell. So Kenny is trying to figure out how he's going to get Moses out. So he does the only thing possible to save everyone. He headbutts the shell, which kills Kenny, but frees Moses. <laughs> I like this part. And then Moses comes, he beats Haman, and kills Garth in the process. And they see that Kenny has died for the Jews. So they see this, and Moses declares that from this day forth, Every year on this day, they will celebrate Kenny by making macaroni pictures and paper plate bean shakers decorated with glue and glitter. And they're like, well, what are we waiting for? Let's make those macaroni pictures and plate bean shakers. And that is the end of Jubilee. Yeah, a lackluster episode, if you ask me. Ooh. Agree to disagree on this one. A couple of notes. The writing process of Jubilee helped the creators realize the approach to writing most suited for the show. The episode had to be aired about a month after the film was released, at which time Parker and Stone could take a break from their intensive work. They were pleased with their work on the show and the film and decided to not care about how good the episode is and... Just make it dumb and weird. Eventually, they thought that Jubilee came out being one of the best episodes of the show, which helped them realize that they should not try to figure out the plots for too long, but rather just be stupid and have fun. The Moses character is Parker's favorite aspect of the episode. His appearance is patterned after the Master Control program from the film Tron. John Sinnott of DVD Talk claimed that the episode is one of the third season's strange shows that worked very well. 
in an article about Isaac Hayes' departure controversy, the Seattle Times referred to Jubilee as one of the show's most outrageous episodes. Okay, I didn't think it was that outrageous. I, 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 I don't find it outrageous at all. I just find it completely boring and uninspiring and, and somewhat... What, what can I say? Kind of up against Jews, but I mean... It's not the... If I was Jew and saw this episode, I would be pissed. Well, well, this is how Matt emphasized the episode in the commentary of the season. He said, right. and I quote, We shit this out of our ass. Mm-hmm. Alright, uh, so... What did we think about this episode? Uh, well, one of them really didn't care about this episode. And his name was Fro, and he's from Norway, and um, he didn't like this. Uh, I, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I, 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 I've seen them making fun of other religions, like mm-hmm. Mormons and. Scientologists and so on later. Yeah. And I think I, I, I think those episodes are funny. It just feels a little cruel and 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 kind of just unfunny. I I, I don't think it's funny. Alright. Um I'm allowed to feel that or do you think I'm missing something? I don't know. I mean, maybe you're missing something, but I'm not sure what it is. Because, like, I, 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 I get, I get the episode. I've seen it twice this week. Mm-hmm. Just, just because, like, the first time I was like, ugh, this is boring. And second time I was like, what, what kind of story are they really trying to tell me? Are they trying to make a point? Mm-hmm. Because when 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 they make fun of Scientology and Mormons, they are taking something they believe in and twist it around on them. Right. Here they're taking something from Judaism that isn't really from Judaism and using it against them, and it just feels like it just feels like it doesn't hit. It doesn't hit as strong as I wanted to. It's it's not. Like, if, if, if people think this is a cruel episode, this is not cruel at all. Oh, this is not a cruel episode. Not one no, bit. No, no, no. It, it just feels a little lazy and uninspirable. Uh, I'm giving this a four. I was a little scared that you were going to give it a three. I really was. No. Um, I'm going to be on the opposite side of this one. I... I enjoyed this episode. I thought this was the best of the three. Because the first one was just... I don't know what the hell that was. Right. I really don't. And we agree on that. Right. The second one, to me, felt 
they made an attempt at an yep. episode, but all the pieces didn't fit. Mm-hmm. This one, it felt to me, they really tried on this one. Mm. And I thought it's a good way to have Kenny in an episode because the previous two did not have Kenny, which is actually a little refreshing if you think Mm -hmm. about it. So for him not to be in either of the other two works. And I think, you know, you have a Jew Scouts, which I think is an actual thing, um, works. And then it's just the jokes. There are some good jokes in there, like the Asian kid, the synagogue of the anti-Semites, you know, the, the bear. The bear is sort of an unsung hero of this episode. Um, it, it's going to get the highest rating of the three episodes. But it's not going to get the highest rating. It's not getting a 10. I'm going to give this a 7.5. Yeah, we are really far behind mm-hmm. each other. <laughs> and and I think I think you can tell in a to a degree by this point with these three episodes, they're tired. Trey yeah. and Matt are tired. They did the movie, they've done episodes, they sorta of need a break. And they're yeah. gonna get one. So I'm gonna give this a seven and a half. I felt like all these three episodes were a big break, to be honest. I I I, I kind of like feel they are so inspired, uninspired. Like if 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 I saw those three episodes like after each other, I kind of understand them mm-hmm. because it feels like. And I, I feel that is the problem with all three episodes. I don't agree with you that I see them trying. I don't see them trying right. in this episode. I don't see. I don't see them uh, trying to get get the big laughs with with Asian jokes and so on. I understand that are funny parts, and I agree they are funny. It's not that, but it. I feel the laziness from the first episode of this trilogy, coming back in this third episode. And I feel like they they, 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 they are not cutting an edge for me. It needs to be somewhat edgy what they are trying to do if they are going to make fun of religions. Or it just becomes cruel and unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt this was kind of cruel and, and unnecessary episodes with fun elements. I, like, I, I can't give... Right. I gave the first one a three. And that was worse than this one. Yeah. But I, I still think this is worse. I think this is worse than the last episode. So that's why it's coming underneath there. Okay. And I, I gave that the thing. So I'm, I'm not sure if I understand your 7.5, but I accept it. Okay. Well, on IMDb, uh, 1,142 people rated this episode, and the average rating that this got was a 7.6 out of 10. Yes, yeah, so it's down from... 
from last. It's last actually week. down from the last two. Mm-hmm. If you because because Cat Orgy got a bit of a high score. Yeah, a ludicrous high score. Yeah. Well, we and, do. And last week was eight point two. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Well, oh, we uh, 6, yeah. we do have a review on IMDb. Okay. And it is from the Gangsta Hippie. Oh, never heard about that. Oh. Well, this is what Gangsta Hippie wrote. Jubilee is the third and final episode in the Meteor Shower Trilogy. The first episode was from Cartman's point of view, and the second was from Stan's point of view. This episode has Kyle and Kenny's story on that fateful on that fateful night. Kyle and Ike have to go to Jew Scouts for a special meteor shower celebration. Kenny has nowhere else to go, and feeling bad, Kyle brings Kenny along with him. However, Kenny must act like a Jewish. That's how it's written. Or act like he is Jewish. Like a Jewish? Like he is Jewish. Sorry, I, oh. mis- I misread that. Okay. I was like beginning to wonder if <laughs> was really stupid. The the elder Jews talk about summoning Moses for this special occasion, but one of them talks about summoning Moses' enemy. They kick him out, and he decides to summons Mo, summon Moses' enemy himself. They find out Kenny is not a Jew and kick him out. Meanwhile, the teen scout leader wants to get a badge, so he does it by aiding the younger Jew, Jew scouts. However, the bear comes and takes them all away. The man summons Moses' enemy, so now it's up to Kenny and the younger Jew scouts to help save them all. It's my least favorite episode in the Meteor Shower trilogy, yet it is still an entertaining and great episode. And he gave it 8 out of 10 stars. Hmm. Very interesting. I agree. Very, very interesting. Very interesting indeed, Uh... Alright, well, this is the point of the show where one of us picks a character to discuss, and like I promised last week, Fro gets another turn to pick an epi- or to pick a character. Yay! And I picked Moses! Ah, good choice! <laughs> His uh, first appearance is from Jubilee. Even his last appearance is from 201. Do you want to read the about? Sure. Moses is a supercomputer and revered religious figure with a strong desire for macaroni pictures. The leader of the Jewish people, he appears to his disciples during meteor showers and if they require help in the battlefields of Zaran. He also serves as the super best friend's computer, often providing assistance in their battles against villains such as David Blaine and Mecha Streisand. Yeah, we have some memorable quotes like, Mmm, let me think. The hour of Jubilee is near. Let all debts be forgiven and all slaves freed. I desire macaroni pictures. Oh, I know. Barbara Streisand can't resist singing duets with Neil Diamond. And we have some, uh, not appearances, but what? Prominence? Prominence. Yeah, what that means. Uh, why don't we go to the dictionary? I have never heard that word. It's time to teach Fro. 
Sound to English lesson. Yes. But he has been in Jubilee. That was episode three. No, season three, episode nine. Sorry, Super Best Friends. That is season five, episode four. Two or one. That is season fourteen, episode five. And two or one. That is season. Fourteen as well, and episode six. All right, prominence is a noun. Also, prominency, prominence. Yeah, the state, the state of being prominent, conspicuousness, something that is prominent, a projection or protuberance, such as a prominence high over a ravine. Also called solar prominence, astronomy, an eruption of a flame-like tongue of relatively cool, high-density gas from the solar chromosphere into the corona where it can be seen during a solar eclipse or by observing strong spectral lines in its emission spectrum. The origin of the word is Latin. Thank you for that. You're so interesting. Quite welcome. <laughs> uh, no. uh, we have so much fun on this. We episode. do. We do. Yeah. So, uh, we have made it to the end of this trilogy. Yes, we have. And the next episode is going to be better. Yeah, actually, the next one is a Halloween episode. It is. And it it is Corn's Groovy Pirate Ghost Mystery. One of my favorite uh, Halloween episodes that I've... Well, uh, mostly because it's a spoof of... of Scooby-Doo. Uh, Scooby-Doo. Yeah. I love the Scooby-Doo uh, and when they make fun of Scooby-Doo in this episode, I, I just, it's so funny. And we're going to see how this episode ranks against the previous two Halloween episodes. Because mm-hmm. we both enjoyed the, the first two. Yes. We're going to see how they do on this one. Uh, real quick, uh, if you want to follow the show on Facebook, all you got to do is... Follow us. We're at Sharks Pond 97. And you can join our Facebook group. All you got to do is type in Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast, in the search bar. Or you can click on the link in the description box of this week's episode. So we have made it to the halfway point of season number three. And when we return next week, We'll begin the second half of season three. Yeah, we have just 16 and a half season and counting. <laughs> yep, we're getting there, folks. <laughs> this is reachable. This is very reachable, folks. <laughs> 16 and, a half and, and we're actually getting to the point <sighs> where, where the 17 and 18 episode seasons are going down. Yeah. Like, they're getting I'm, cut. I'm kind of happy with that, and it's kind of sad as well. 
Well, it's going to prove a good point when we get there. Uh-huh. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, join us next week for a groovy mystery. So, we'll talk to you all next week. Bye! Mazel tov. Yeah, Monday's Mark and